Hallelujah. Greetings and shalom, shalom. Salam alaikum, shalom. What's poppin', family? Thank you so much for tuning in to another segment or another episode of Malaka Adaya to the Remnant. And family, we are still in the book of Enoch. Tonight, we're going to be starting off in chapter 16 after the daily prayer provided in the Sefer. And before we get into the prayer, let me just say uh, apologies um, right away. If you guys can hear any snoring in the background, can you hear it? Well, I I hope you guys can't hear it. But just in case if you do, um, we are sleeping uh, in my umbrella tent or under the umbrella tent in my living room as um, tonight is our first official night of Sukkot here in my home. And we observe Sukkot on the 15th day of the seventh month. And so just according to our calculations up in here around these parts, today is uh, the 15th day of the seventh month. Well, actually, now we're going into the 16th day because it's like 3.43 a.m. and I can't sleep. So I said there's no time like the present than to serve. Hallelujah. And get some more chapters in. So again, thank you guys for joining me, whether you're listening to the podcast or if you are watching this uh, pre-recorded screen share of the reading of the book of Hanak, let us go now into the daily prayer provided in the Sefer. And I don't know, I feel like since I said something, it got louder. But oh man, I hope that my background music does filter out the snoring because my babies sound like baby trucks under here. They sound like little trucks. Okay, so here we go. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Blessed are you, Yahuwah, of the armies, creator of the heavens and the earth, the Alachayim of Abraham, Yitzhak, and Yaakov, our Alachayim, the Holy One of Yasharal, my Aluah, and my salvation, for giving us the spirit of peace. Baruch atah Yahuwah sabaoth, barach ha-shamayim Alright family, let's begin. We are now in the 16th chapter of the book of Hanak. Now I do know that um, I was told there are various different books of Enoch circulating. But this is the one that I have. This is the one that resonates with my Ruach. And I just pray right now in the name of Yahweh Shai, Hamashayak, that Father, you would allow the spirit of discernment to be with us. That we would only cleave unto the truth, Father, and that we would see through any uh, pagan insertions, that we would be able to see through any lies, any fictitious uh, writings in this chapter, in the chapters to come. In Yahusha Hamashayak's name, I pray, Aman, Aman, and Aman. And here we go. Chapter 16, starting in verse 1 of the book of Hanak. Let's go. And as to the death of the Nephilim, wheresoever their Ruachith depart from their bodies, let their flesh that which is perishable, be destroyed before the judgment. 
Thus shall they perish until the day of the great consummation of the great world. A destruction shall take place of the watchers and the impious. And now to the watchers who have sent to you for them, to pray for them. So again, remember now, this is uh, the Most High, the Holy, Holy, Holy one of Yasharal, the holy, holy, holy creator of the Shamayim and the Haretz, our Abba, and he is speaking with the righteous scribe Hanak, okay? And this is concerning the judgment of the fallen. So we're in verse two, and it says, and now to the watchers who have sent you to pray for them, who in the beginning were in heaven, say, in heaven have you been. Secret things, however, have not been manifested to you, yet you have known a reprobated mystery. Hmm. Hmm. Y'all hear this? Because remember, in the previous chapters, the things that they were teaching, right? The things that they were teaching, the daughters of men, Listen to what Yahuwah says about those things. Again, in verse 3, it says, In heaven have you been. Secret things, however, have not been manifested to you, yet you have known a reprobated mystery. And this you have related to women in the hardness of your heart and by the mystery by that mystery have women and mankind multiplied evils upon the earth mm -hmm. verse 5 say to them never therefore shall you obtain peace because of the things that they taught, family. Reprobated mysteries. What does reprobated mean? Come on now. Reprobated. By definition, according to Webster's Dictionary, it says morally corrupt, depraved, foreordained to damnation, of relating to or characteristic of a reprobate, expressing or involving reprobation, rejected as worthless or not standing a test, condemned. To condemn strongly as unworthy, unacceptable, or evil. So they taught unacceptable, unworthy, evil things, to the daughters of man and to mankind. Mankind. Y'all know how, how I feel about that word mankind. You're kind of like a man. You're not a man. You're mankind. Uh, there's something that I read in the creation story. It said, you know, that, that there was man and there was mankind. All right. In your own time, look into that, uh, into the difference of man and mankind. But again, in verse 4 of Enoch 16, it says, And this you related. No, let's go back to verse 3. Say in heaven, you have been secret things, however, have not been manifested to you. Yet 
Have you known a reprobated mystery, an unworthy, unacceptable evil, right? And this you have related to women in the hardness of your heart. And by the myst by that mystery have women and mankind multiplied evils upon the earth. Say to them, never, therefore, shall you obtain peace. Uh, uh, uh. Y'all, we just getting started. After this song, we're going to get into verse 17. And I think I'm going to reposition myself somewhere else like... You know, I, I, I have committed to spending this time under this tent for seven days, but um, I need to just move just a little bit away. I don't know if y'all can hear it, but it's like really distracting me. They like, <sighs> <laughs> all right, guys, here is a song from Lexi, who we're going to listen to today. All right, y'all, I got it. Here is Hezekiah's Abraham. Get out your country, Abraham. Until turn land that I'ma show you. And then your nation's gonna be blessed. They gonna know you. Abraham Hockey. Abraham stopped walking. Ended up in Canaan. I will appear until your seed. This what I'm arranging. And my name gonna be forever there. If you obey, then you gonna stay. It's gonna be heaven there. The king coming from your bloodline gonna settle there together. All the tribes that been scattered over several years. Blow them trumpets in my holy mouth. The shepherd died for the sheep just to know he found them. <laughs> no greater love. Pour the plug of wickedness. We found the greater plug. If it ain't front of vine, then it ain't mine. They said they know the father with no fruit, then they lie. Disobedience, that's the reason why we die. Come back to the covenant, we had the end of time. Offer your life to the high priest. Don't want to hit the part from me, I want an ID. Uh, follow the shepherd, get a new stone. Dwelling in his presence, bring them nukes on. <laughs> bring them nukes on. 144, gonna sing a new song. Gonna sing a new song. The king coming to the earth, don't be lukewarm. Don't be lukewarm. Players coming to the earth, gonna be too strong. Too strong. I will cover. Truly amazing. All he done for me. Yeah, you all we need. All he done for me. Trumpets, our Messiah, get an introduction. Blow them trumpets, our Messiah, get an introduction. Blow them trumpets, our Messiah, get an introduction. Blow them trumpets, our Messiah, get an introduction. And that's on period. Blow them trumpets. 
our Hamashiach gets an introduction. I love it. Y'all make sure y'all subscribe. If y'all are not already subscribed to Ak Hezekiah here on YouTube, y'all. He is fire. For real. All right, y'all. Here we go. Chapter 17 of the book of Hanak or Enoch. And it reads, They raised me up into a certain place where they, the angels, were like the appearance of a burning fire. And when they pleased, they assumed the likeness of men. They carried me to a lofty spot, to a mountain, the top of which reaches to heaven. And I beheld the receptacles of light and of thunder at the extremities of the place where it was deepest. There was a bow of fire and arrows in their quiver, a sword of fire and every species of lightning. Then they elevated me to a babbling stream and to a fire in the west, which received all the setting of the sun. I came to a river of fire which flowed like water and emptied itself into the great sea westwards. I saw every living river until I arrived at the great darkness. I went to where all flesh, all of flesh migrate, and I beheld the mountains of the gloom which constitutes winter and the place from which issues the water of every abyss. Now remember, this is the vision that Hanak, the righteous scribe, it was like he was in these places. So he had a, a spiritual experience, if you will. Now, I don't know if there's any among us today that can say that they share um, these types of visionary experiences. But I mean, just to just to close your eyes for a moment, family, as I'm reading this and, and actually be able to visualize the awesomeness of what Hanak experienced, you know, I believe that it was his spirit man there in those places. Hallelujah. My, my, my. Come on, let's go. Verse six. I saw also the mouths of all the rivers in the world and the mouths of the deep. Chapter 18. I then surveyed the receptacles of all the winds, perceiving that they contributed to adorn the whole creation and to guard the foundation of the earth. I surveyed the stone which supports the corners of the earth. I also beheld the four winds, which bear up the earth and the expanse of heaven. And I beheld the winds occupying the exalted sky, arising in the midst of heaven and of earth and constituting the pillars of heaven. I saw the winds which turned the sky, which caused the orb of the sun and of all the stars to set. And over the earth, I saw the winds 
which could support the clouds. Not which could, I'm sorry. Which support the clouds. Let's read that again. Hanak chapter 18, verse 6. I saw the winds which turned the sky, which caused the orb of the sun and of all the stars to set. And over the earth I saw the winds which support the clouds. Verse 7. I saw the path of angels. I perceived at the extremity of the earth the expanse of heaven above it. Then I passed on towards the south. We're burnt both by day and night six mountains formed of glorious stones, three towards the east and three towards the south. Those which were towards the east were of a vigorated stone, one of which was of Magorite and the other of Antimony. Those towards the south were of a red stone. The middle one reached to heaven like the throne of Alahayim, a throne composed of alabaster, the top of which was of sapphire. I saw two a blazing fire hanging over all the mountains. And there I saw a place on the other side of an extended territory where waters were collected. I likewise beheld terrestrial fountains deep in the fiery columns of heaven. And in the columns of heaven I beheld fires which descended without number, but neither on high nor into the deep. Over these fountains also I perceived a place which had neither the expanse of heaven above it nor the solid ground underneath it. Neither was there water above it nor anything on wing, but the spot was desolate. And there I beheld seven stars like great blazing mountains and like Ruachath entreating me. Then the angel said, This place, until the consummation of heaven and earth, will be the prison of the stars and the host of heaven. The stars which roll over fire are those which transgress the commandment of Alahayim before their time arrived, for they came not in their proper season. Therefore was he offended with them and bound them until the period of the consummation of their crimes in the secret year. Chapter 19 Then Uriel said, Here the angels who cohabitated with women appointed their leaders and assuming many forms made men profane and caused them to err so that they sacrificed to devils as to Alahayim. For the great day of judgment with which they should be judged until they are consumed, and their women also shall be judged, who led astray the angels of heaven, that they might salute them. Mm. Chapter 20 These are the names of the angels who watch. Uriel, one of the holy angels, who is over clamor and terror, 
Raphael, one of the holy angels, who is over the Ruachath of men. Raguel, one of the holy angels, who inflicts punishment on the world and the luminaries. Mikael, one of the holy angels, who is over mankind, virtue commands the nations. Serachiel, one of the holy angels, who is over the Ruachath of the children of men that transgress. Gavrael, one of the holy angels, who is over, over the serpents, over paradise, and over the cherubim, or cherubim. Chapter 21. Then I made a circuit to a place in which nothing was completed. And family, just for, for learning and study, I would um, suggest that you maybe write these names down and do your own research, do very much, do praying, a lot of praying, right? And ask the Most High to make these things plain to you, make these things understandable to you, and to help you discern if these things are factual or just written fable, okay? All right. And and I myself, I am not going to um, lead you in one way or the other. Ask our Heavenly Father. Ask Him. Again, Hanak chapter 20. I'm going to read it again, giving you a, t a chance to write these names down. Or if you have your own copy of the Sefer, which by now I hope you do. Do your own research, family. Do your own digging. But most of all, do your praying. Okay? It says Uriel is over clamor and terror. Raphael is, and these are holy angels, be clear. Raphael is over the Ruachath of men. He's over the spirits of men. Raguel is the one who inflicts punishment on the world and the luminaries. What are luminaries? Lights, stars. Okay? Take note of that. Mikael, one of the holy angels who is over mankind's virtue and he commands the nations. Okay? Serachiel, another holy angel, he is over the Ruachith of the children of men that transgress. And Gavrael, another holy angel, and he is over the serpents, over paradise, and over the cherubim. All right, let's move on to 21. Then I made a circuit to a place in which nothing was completed. And there I beheld neither the tremendous workmanship of an exalted heaven nor of an established earth, but a desolate spot, prepared and terrific. There, too, I beheld seven stars of heaven bound in it together, like great mountains and like a blazing fire. I exclaimed, For what species of crime have they been bound? And why have they been removed to this place? 
Then Uriel, one of the holy angels who was with me and who conducted me, answered, Hanak, wherefore do you ask? Wherefore do you reason with yourself and anxiously inquire? These are those of the stars which have transgressed the commandment of Aluah, or it says here, El Elyon, okay, but we understand where the influence of the L came from, and as Dr. Howard um, has been teaching, and I really do enjoy his teachings, uh, Dr. Howard of the Great Awakening, he says that Yahuwah is not to be called L, okay? He is teaching his children to call him by his name, Yahuwah, not L. L is of Babylonian influence, okay? But anyway, so these are those of the stars that transgress the commandment of Allah I'd rather say, okay? And are here bound until the infinite number of the days of their crimes be completed. From there, I afterward passed on to another terrific place where I beheld the operation of a great fire blazing and glittering in the midst of which were, which there was a division. Columns of fire struggled together to the end of the abyss and deep was their descent, but neither its measurement nor magnitude was I able to discover, neither could I perceive its origin. Then I exclaimed, how terrible is this place and how difficult to explore. Uriel, one of the holy angels who was with me, answered and said, Hanak, why are you alarmed and amazed at this terrific place, at the sight of this suffering? This, he said, is the prison of the angels, and here they are kept forever. Chapter 22. From there I proceeded to another spot where I saw on the west a great and lofty mountain, a strong rock, and four delightful places. Internally, it was deep, capacious, and very smooth. As smooth as if it had been rolled over, it was both deep and dark to behold. Then Raphael, one of the holy angels who were with me, answered and said, These are the delightful places where the Ruach, the Ruachath, the souls of the dead will be collected. For them were they formed, and here will be collected all the souls of the sons of men. Hear the description of this place again, right? Look, let's go back. It says, from there I, pro I proceeded to another spot where I saw on the west a great and lofty, lofty mountain, a strong rock, and four delightful places. Internally, it was deep and capacious and very smooth. As smooth as if it had been rolled over, 
So you know what I'm imagining? You know how when you're making bread, you're making dough, and, and you take that rolling pin and you smooth it out, it's smooth. It's as, it's as smooth as if it had been rolled over. It was both deep and dark to behold. Then Raphael, one of the holy angels who are with me, answered and said, These are the delightful places where the Ruachath, the souls of the dead, will be collected. For from for them were they formed, and here will be collected all the souls of the sons of men. Verse 4. These places in which they dwell shall they occupy until the day of judgment and until their appointed period. Their appointed period will be long, even until the great judgment. And I saw the Ruachith of the sons of men who were dead, and their voices reached to heaven while they were accusing. Then I inquired of Raphael, an angel who was with me, and said, Whose Ruach is that, the voice of which reaches the heaven and accuses? He said, or he answered, saying, Come on, y'all, listen. This is the Ruach of Havel, or Abel, who was slain by Cain, his brother, and who will accuse that brother until his seed be destroyed from the face of the earth. Hmm until his seed perish from the seed of mankind. At that time, therefore, I inquired, respecting him and respecting the general judgment, saying, Why is one separated from another? He answered, Three separations have been made between the Ruachith of the dead, and thus have the Ruachith of the righteous been separated, namely by a chasm, by water, and by light above it. This makes me think of that place called Abraham's bosom, where you guys remember the story? There was a rich ruler, and there was a man named Lazarus, a beggar at the gate. And the ruler was not kind to him at all. It said that the dogs licked his scabs. Let's go there. Let, let, let's, let's go there, family. Let's read about that real quick. All right. So come with me to Luke chapter 16, starting at verse 19. And I'm going to be reading it from the scriptures, 2009 translation. And I pray you guys can follow along with me. This um, this translation is available in the YouVersion Bible app, okay? But for those of you that are, are in the Sefer, it's very, very familiar. Um, it's very close in translation, should I say, okay? Even the Hallelujah Scripture is very close in translation to um, the Scriptures, the TS-2009 translation, all right? So here we go. Uh, this is the parable of the rich man and Lazarus. 
Okay, and we are again in Lucas 16, Luke 16, starting in verse 19. And it reads, But there was a certain rich man who used to dress who used to dress in purple and fine linen and lived luxuriously every day. And there was a certain beggar named Eleazar or Lazarus, right? The Christian translation of that is Lazarus. Uh, but here is Eleazar being covered with sores who was placed at his gate and longing to be fed with crumbs which fell from the rich man's table. Indeed, even the dogs came and licked his sores. And it came to be that the beggar died and was carried by the messengers to the bosom of Abraham. And the rich man also died and was buried. And while suffering tortures in Sheol, having lifted up his eyes, he saw Abraham far away and Eleazar in his bosom. And crying out, he said, Father Abraham, have compassion on me and send Eleazar to dip the tip of his finger in water and cool my tongue, for I am suffering in this flame. But Abraham said, Son, remember that in your life you received your good, and likewise Eleazar the evil, but now he is comforted and you are suffering. And besides all this, between us and you, a great chasm. Y'all hear it? A great chasm has been set so that those who wish to pass from here to you are unable, nor do those from there pass to us. And he said, Then I beg you, Father, that you would send him to my father's house. For I have five brothers. Let him warn them, lest they also come to this place of torture. Abraham said to them, They have Moshe and the prophets. Let them hear them. And he said, No, Father Abraham, but if someone from the dead goes to them, they shall repent. But he said to them, If they do not hear Moshe and the prophets, neither would they be persuaded, even if one should rise from the dead. Oh, Yahusha and his parables, y'all. Hallelujah. All right, because now the reason I wanted to go over this, because like I said, when I when I read about this chasm here in verse 10 of Hanak chapter 22, it just automatically reminded me of that. All right. So let's go again, uh, Hanak 22, verse 10, namely, by a chasm, by water, and by light above it. And in the same way, likewise, are sinners separated when they die and are buried in the earth, judgment not overtaking them in their lifetime. Here, their souls are separated. Moreover, abundant is their suffering until the time of great judgment and castigation. And the torment of those who extremely execrate, whose souls are punished and bound there forever. And thus has it been from the beginning of the world. 
Thus has there existed a separation between the souls of those who utter complaints and of those who watch for their destruction to slaughter them in the day of sinners. Verse 14. A receptacle of this sort has been formed for the souls of unrighteous men and of sinners and of those who have completed crime and associated with the impious whom they resemble. Their souls shall not be annihilated in the day of judgment, neither shall they arise from this place. Then I blessed Allah You know, he was like, hallelujah. <laughs> glory, 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 honor to the most high Yahuwah. Okay. <laughs> Verse 15, and said, Blessed be my Adonai Yahuwah. Now, y'all, I'm not going to get into it. I'm not going to go off on that tangent. But I do not feel comfortable using the name Adonai when referring to Yahuwah. And I'll tell you why shortly. Verse 15, and, and said, Blessed be my Adonai, Yahuwah, of glory and of righteousness, who reigns over all forever and ever. Amen. Okay, family. So now, I know y'all like, what is Malaka talking about? What is she talking about? Adonai just means master in, in you know, the other language, right? Let's, let's go see. Let's do a little bit of digging real quick together so that y'all can understand why I personally do not feel comfortable calling Yahuwah Alahayim Adonai. Okay, family, so um, what I'm about to share with you can be found online at Elias Forum, okay, Elia.com. And so this, not this article in particular, but another article very similar to it caught my attention, I'm going to say about four years ago, maybe a little more, give or take a year, okay, um, when I was studying the etymology of the word Jesus, um, and that is where I learned about um, Earth Pig, okay? And then I think it was either attached to that article or the very next article over, it, it literally said, you know, um, we would all be shocked to know that the name Adonai has the same root as the word Adonis. And it's actually um, those that came in and took over our land and our place and... Um, perverted our faith and our truth they put the names of their deities okay in the place of the name of our creator and that is when Yahweh Alahayim became Adonai all right I'm telling you so um I'm not trying to convince anybody to believe as I believe but I'm gonna let y'all know you know it just it, it bothers me to call him Adonai, and, and this is why, all right? And when I feel such a strong conviction about something, I believe it's the most high saying, I don't like that. Don't call me that, all right? So here we go. It starts off by saying, Shalom, Adonis, Greek version of Semitic Adonai, a castrated and sacrificed Savior God whose love, death, 
united with Aphrodite or Asherah or Morai in Yerushalayim. His name was Tammuz. Adonis, and, and I'm going to just be clear here, it says a Greek version of Semitic Adonai. Who's Sem? Who's Semitic? This is all Greek influence here. All right? For real. So let's keep going. Adonis was born at Bethlehem in the same sacred cave that Christians later claimed as the birthplace of Yahusha. Mm -hmm. He was the son of the virgin Myra, a temple woman, a slave identified with by Mary, identified as Mary by early Christians who called Jesus's mother Myra of the sea. Myra, or myrrh, it's M-Y-R-R-H, was a symbol of the Lord's death in both pagan and Christian traditions. He returned to his great mother, the sea, Aphrodite, Mirai, Alexandrian priestesses, Alexandria, uh, Alexandrian priestess, celebrated the event by throwing the god's image into the sea syrian adonis died at easter time with the flowering of the red anemone supposedly created from his blood and then it goes on and on and on you guys can find this article um here and it says topic adonis adonai tammuz so just be careful, family. Understand that they changed so much and perverted so much. And and I know that we are, you know, all awakening to the fact that we are the true people. We are the original people. So let us be careful adopting the names that they use. Okay? Um, some of them give the excuse that... You know, they just don't want to say the sacred name, Yahweh, you know, so they just, they call him Adon, Adonai, as, as respect. No, they're calling on whom they've always worshipped, Adonis. Y'all be careful. Y'all be careful acting Jewish because that's what it reminds me of. You know, that's what the Jews call them. We're not Jewish. There's nothing ish about us. We are Yasharal. We are the apple of Yahweh's eye. We are to, to, to be careful not to be looking like them, sounding like them, serving as they serve, worship as they worship, and observing as they observe. I mean it. I mean, I come from my whole heart with this. Mine, even the dates of the festivals, these are our feast days. Stop doing it with them when they do it. I know some people are like, you know what? They ain't supposed to be doing it in the first place. I get that. No, they're not. But since they went in and they, they snatched up our pearls, okay, our treasures, our knowledge, they burned our books, they changed everything. And now the books are open to us. 
the things that they tried to keep hidden from us because flesh and blood is not revealing these things to us. It is the spirit of Yahweh revealing these things to us. Okay? So be careful. Be careful. So even as I continue in uh, this book of Hanak at a later time, anytime I see Adon or Adonai, I'm not using it because I've been I've been strongly convicted about not using it. So I won't. And anyway, we're done for now, family. Okay, I think I've kept you guys long enough. I hope you learned something. Um, I know every time I come on and, and I share, I learn more. And I'm so thankful. I'm thankful for spending this time with you. And I love y'all so much. All right, let me get into this chat section. Let me see what's going on in the chats tonight. And for those of you that um, are listening to this via podcast, I encourage you to come on over to Malaka Araya, to The Remnant on YouTube, and join the chats, y'all. I'll be going live um, with this prayerfully uh, in a few more days. I believe I'll be doing it um, a couple of more times while I'm uh, observing Sukkot, probably when my baby's sleeping and I'm just up. Uh, but it depends, okay? It depends on the leading of the Holy Spirit. If Yahuwah wants me to. All right. So for those of you that are listening on the podcast, this is it. This is the end. I thank you so much for listening, for tuning in and, and just spending time with me. I love y'all. Shalom.